Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Leviticus 23, Laws of Religious Festivals. The Lord spoke again to Moses saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, The Lord's appointed times which you shall proclaim as holy convocations, my appointed times are these. For six days work may be done, but on the seventh day there is a Sabbath of complete rest, a holy convocation. You shall not do any work. It is a Sabbath to the Lord in all your dwellings. These are the appointed times of the Lord, holy convocations, which you shall proclaim at the times appointed for them. In the first month, on the fourteenth day of the month, at twilight, is the Lord's Passover. Then on the fifteenth day of the same month, there is a feast of unleavened bread to the Lord. For seven days you shall eat unleavened bread. On the, on the first day you shall have a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. But for seven days you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. On the seventh day is a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land which I am going to give to you and reap its harvest, Then you shall bring in the sheaf of the first fruits of your harvest to the priest. He shall wave the sheaf before the Lord for you to be accepted. On the day after the Sabbath, the priest shall wave it. Now on the day when you wave the sheaf, you shall offer a male lamb, one year old, without defect for a burnt offering to the Lord. Its grain offering shall then be two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil, an offering by fire to the Lord for a soothing aroma with its drink offering, a fourth of a hen of wine, until this same day, until you have brought in the offering of your God, you shall eat neither bread, nor roasted grain, nor new growth. 
It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. You shall also count for yourselves from the day after the Sabbath, from the day when you brought in the sheaf of the wave offering, there shall be seven complete Sabbaths. You shall count 50 days to the day after the seventh Sabbath. Then you shall present a new grain offering to the Lord. You shall bring in from your dwelling places two loaves of bread for a wave offering made of two tenths of an ephah. They shall be of a fine flour, baked with leaven as first fruits to the Lord. Along with the bread, you shall present seven one-year-old male lambs without defect and a bull of the herd and two rams. They are to be a burnt offering to the Lord with their grain offering and their drink offerings, an offering by fire of a soothing aroma to the Lord. You shall also offer one male goat for a sin offering and two male lambs one-year-old for a sacrifice of peace offerings. The priest shall then wave them with the bread of the first fruits for a wave offering with two lambs before the Lord. They are to be holy to the Lord for the priests. On this same day, you shall make a proclamation as well. You are to have a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work. It is to be a perpetual statute in all your dwelling places throughout your generations. When you reap the harvest of your land, moreover, you shall not reap to the very corners of your field, nor gather the gleaning of your harvest. You are to leave them for the needy and the alien. I am the Lord your God. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, In the seventh month, on the first of the month, you shall have a rest, a reminder by blowing of trumpets, a holy convocation. You shall not do any laborious work, but you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. The Day of Atonement. The Lord spoke to Moses, saying, On exactly the tenth day of this seventh month is the Day of Atonement. It shall be a holy convocation for you, and you shall humble your souls and present an offering by fire to the Lord. You shall not do any work on this same day, for it is a day of atonement, to make atonement on your behalf before the Lord your God. If there is any person who will not humble them himself on this same day, he shall be cut off from his people. Or as for any person who does any work on this same day, that person I will destroy from among his people." You shall do no work at all. It is to be a perpetual statute throughout your generations in all your dwelling places. It is to be a Sabbath of complete rest to you, and you shall humble your souls. On the ninth of the month at evening, from evening until evening, you shall keep your Sabbath. Again, the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the sons of Israel, saying, On the fifteenth of this seventh month is the Feast of Booths for seven days to the Lord. On the first day is a holy convocation. You shall do no laborious work of any kind. For seven days you shall present an offering by fire to the Lord. And on the eighth day you shall have a holy convocation and present an offering by fire to the Lord. It is an assembly. You shall do no laborious work. These are the appointed times of the Lord, which you shall proclaim as holy convocations to present offerings by fire to the Lord burnt offerings and grain offerings, sacrifices and drink offerings. Each day's matter on its own day. Besides those of the Sabbaths of the Lord and besides your gifts and besides all your votive and free will offerings, which you give to the Lord. On exactly the 15th day of the seventh month, when you have gathered in the crops of the land, you shall celebrate the feast of the Lord for seven days with a rest on the first day and a rest on the eighth day. 
Now, on the first day, you shall take for yourselves the foliage of beautiful trees, palm branches and boughs of leafy trees and willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice before the Lord, your God, for seven days. You shall thus celebrate it as a feast to the Lord for seven days in the year. It shall be a perpetual statute throughout your generations. You shall celebrate it in the seventh month. You shall live in booths for seven days. All the native born in Israel shall live in booths so that your generations may know that I had the sons of Israel live in booths when I brought them out from the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So Moses declared to the sons of Israel the appointed times of the Lord. There are certain things in uh, the Bible that it's easy for us to get hung up on. And um, these things sometimes act more as a... Uh, distraction than anything else and um, then there's other things in the Bible that I think that we label as distractions and we can't really explain why we really have no true justification as to why we get hung up or distracted with an obstacle I think that Leviticus 23 is one of those specific scriptures, one of those chapters in the book that um, gets ignored way too much. And I have never, ever heard anyone justify it uh, in any good manner at all. So God said, these are my holy convocations. Now, first thing, a convocation we've kind of taken a convocation that word and we've turned it into something that you know means like it's a a ceremonial celebration or it's something that really means a little bit more than what it actually means convocation means a shadow it means a practice a rehearsal so a holy Convocation is a set-apart rehearsal. Which means, ultimately, doing different from the rest of the world, something that would be set apart and to in order to stand out, and something that we should be practicing over and over and over again that will eventually become the actual real thing. So, going through that process and really just figuring out God set up the Sabbath day as a holy convocation. It's not a have to, it's a get to. Every single week you are practicing entering into his rest. You're you're rehearsing it, but you're doing it over and over and over. It's a shadow of the things to come. But it is a, as God put it, it is a moedim or moed. It is the appointed time. God said, this is the time that I want you to do this. Now, he didn't say you have to. That comes through the translations that we have. He said, this is what I've made in order that you can. You get the opportunity to participate in. Now, if you don't want the blessings that come with it, fine. Then don't participate. But you can't expect to not be participating and still get those blessings. That's where we kind of miss the mark. 
But anyway, that's just talking about the Sabbaths. Um, I, I've heard so many people tell me, we don't, you know, whenever I ask them, why don't we, why don't we celebrate, uh, for example, the Feast of Trumpets? Why don't we celebrate that? Why don't we recognize it as Christians? Their justification would be, well, because Jesus died, so we don't have to. That's confusing to me. So Jesus, his entire life, celebrated these six holy days, these six high holidays. Plus, he also celebrated uh, the first fruit celebration, of course, the harvest, that first fruit, which is really where you start the calendar to mark out the five or the seven Sabbaths for Pentecost. Um, it comes after that first fruit. So Jesus did it. And Paul said, in fact, Jesus said, Jesus said, written in red in your Bible, it says, do as I do. He says, you need to live as I live, do as I've done. And Paul says, we need to live a life that's reflective. We need to be an imitator of Christ. We need to do what he did. So nowhere in there does it tell me in the Bible, nowhere is it is it stated that we should no longer do these. The only place where this was changed was from a man, and that man being Constantine. But that man, Constantine, he said... His responsibility and desire is to de-Judaize Christianity. So he wanted to take the Jewish traditions out of Christianity, and he replaced them with pagan traditions. Now, I mean, we could have a whole conversation about that, but I just want you to think about this. God said this is a statute. This is permanent. This is to be for all of your generations. He never said until... A man comes along and changes it. And even if he did say that, it would have been until the sun comes along and fulfills it. So this isn't me telling you, you have to. This is me suggesting to you, dig deeper. Ask the Holy Spirit. Is this what God wants us to be doing? Or the semi-pagan traditions that we've been doing our entire lives? What would God want for us to be doing? Father, please help to give us clarity and direction. Holy Spirit, I ask that you could just give a, a clear word, clear understanding as to what it is that you would desire of us when it comes to um, religious festivals and celebrations. And uh, along with that, Father, thank you that you give us the opportunity to participate in what you have designed from the beginning. Uh, I pray that you can help uh, draw people closer to you, uh, bring clarity and understanding in this area. And pray for all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, 
uh, some time around God's word. And uh, of course, that is great. I love that. And I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts, or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless.